Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Forbidden Speech, The Raw Truth, with your host, Christina Rivera. In this savvy broadcasting series, we delve into hot topics affecting us all. With cancel culture and big tech censoring any opposing ideas and thoughts outside of mainstream ideology, it has become more important than ever that we tell the raw truth about everything from U.S. world politics, COVID, Christianity, and everything in between. We invite all points of view to come and share their perspective honestly and respectfully. Hi, Michael A. Leth. Welcome to Savvy for our newest series, Forbidden Speech. We're so grateful to have you here today. We, as I just said before we press the go button, that we started this series to bring people to have an honest and a real uh, dialogue about things that affect all Americans and really across the world. But I'm concerned about Americans because, as I said, most of us have our ideas of what we think is going on in the surrounding world, and we're not really having a dialogue that makes things happen. But you not only have served in the military, uh, wonderfully uh, serving our country, but you've also worked as a council person. And then you realize there was a great need in helping officers get vests so they can protect themselves. So you created Invest USA, a grass root national nonprofit charity, helping hundreds of communities. Thank you so much. Welcome to Savvy. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be on your show, and we want to express our appreciation for those who are trying to make a difference in, a, in their communities and in this country. We need yeah. you now more than ever. Yeah, and it's so interesting, Michael. I mean, I know a number of major cities have said, oh, defund the police. We don't need them. Really? And then when something goes wrong, who are you calling? If you are not prepared to know how to defend yourself, and really every American should know or have a capacity in some fashion to defend themselves, who are we calling? We're calling the cops, and the cops need to be able to defend themselves. There's no question. You know, I find it ironic that just 20 years ago, I think we've had this discussion, that people were transfigured by looking, watching the images of first responders running into the Twin Towers, mm -hmm. knowing they were not coming out, and how much regard and respect we gave, it, it rightly so, for America's true heroes. Mm -hmm. But yet today, there's been a movement over the last 15 years to demonize, to destroy, to not fund the equipment that they need, to defund the entire department, create regulations that no man can follow so that they can't do their job, 
force on our mandated vaccines and vaccinations or having to be terminated, there is a concerted effort, and it has been for some time, by the extreme left, mm-hmm. by Marxists and socialists. And I've lived in foreign countries, and I know what it's like to be underneath socialism and communism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't want it here, trust me. No, But you they're don't. trying to <laughs> destroy the last bastion of hope and freedom. And so, you know, because of that, they're doing everything they can to destroy what stands in the way of them being able to destroy freedom in America is our local law enforcement, state law enforcement, and our military. And there's a concerted effort to destroy all three. It's just really sad for me. And our topic today is really hit upon how to keep communities safe and the U.S. murder rate, you know, if you don't want to admit it or not, has gone up drastically um, since last year, the COVID, the riots and and all the major cities. And, uh, you know, it's not the cops fault. I mean, yeah. Could there be things made better in a lot of the police departments? Absolutely. Let's have that conversation. But to say that, you know, we're not going to give the cops the tools they need to protect themselves absolutely does not make sense for everyone's greater good but you have a fabulous story on what brought you to even creating invest usa and i'd like you to share that with our audience we created invest in 1993. i served on council had just gotten onto council and had a speaker didn't show up for our civic club a Kiwanis club and so i asked the sheriff to send a recruit out of the academy to talk about why he wanted to be a police officer and in the question and answer session, someone said, where's that protective vest that uh, you're supposed to be wearing? And when he said the department didn't provide them, I was shocked. And so I verified that with the sheriff. And then I attempted to try to get it through council. And we lost it on third reading. We needed $250,000. We had 220 officers that did not have vests. And so I made the comment to the media after that, when they asked for my comments, that if they didn't want to support our first responders, the general public would, and we would raise the money ourselves. Little did I know that uh, I would not be able to find an exit strategy since then. It was interesting at the time we started, and I didn't know any of this at the time, but 52% of officers across the country had no vest at all. Wow. You figure we have 1.2 million officers. That's almost 600,000 officers that were daily walking around without having to have their proper protection Mm -hmm. to make sure that they uh, can come home safely to their families. And so because of that, we were, had to expand and go nationwide. We were able to reduce that figure from 58% to 28% uh, that had best. But what happened is the criminals got a little bit wiser hmm. and a concealable vest only stops a sidearm, a handgun, and that's all that will stop. And so our criminal elements begin to use assault rifles. And because of that, we had to develop new technology. They're called active shooter vests. They have mm-hmm. titanium plates, and they will stop anything that's out there. But unfortunately, currently, as of today, 92% of officers across the country do not have active shooter vests. Is there any way to protect against that? Is there any life vest that, or excuse me, um, bulletproof vest that's stronger? Or what do you do in those cases? There is. We have just developed called active shooter vest. And they actually will stop any round, rifle or pistol. They'll stop it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the newest technology out. And the reason why they were able to stop the rounds is we have titanium, titanium inside the plates, which, of course, what they use on the space shuttles. And it will stop any round that's out there. But unfortunately, 92% of the officers across the country don't have it because it's new technology. 
And so we're having to go back and try to outfit. You figure 92%, that's almost a million point one officers every day that are on the street without the proper protection. Yeah. That's a lot of folks at risk. It is. It is. And, you know, I know the left's idea will be, well, if we just got rid of all the guns in the universe, then cops would never have to worry. Neither would citizens. And that is kind of a naive idea because, you know what, even if we stop selling all guns in this country, uh, hello, drugs come across the border. So can guns. <laughs> no question. And, you know, the other thing talking about you raised the border issue, we're fixing to go to the border in two weeks from now to outfit border agents and patrol and sheriff's departments with these vests because, Right. Currently, they're being fired upon by the drug cartel and others on the other side of the river, mm -hmm. trying to make sure they can get their human trafficking and drugs and terrorism across. We know this for a fact. We know that Panama has intercepted ISIS and Al Qaeda trained terrorists that have come to be a part of the migration that is coming up to the border. So we know with porous borders, we are getting terrorists that are constantly daily coming across our borders. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see a real impact in this country shortly. And we have to be prepared. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I was uh, right after the uh, surge of people coming across. I know someone said to me, I was in the gym and I said, oh, my gosh, my phone keeps ringing off with Amber Alerts. I'm in Texas. And uh, someone kept saying, oh, yeah, well, that happens all the time. Oh, no, 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 no. The mainstream news, unfortunately, is not covering this at all. They're just sweeping under the rug. But there's way more people coming across, thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And and they and then they show you just a clip of this one person trying to maneuver a horse with his rein, saying, look, they're whipping Haitians. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yes. So, you know, it's really sad that the, the mainstream news uses as a fear mechanism to say, oh, look what they're doing. We're so bad. Let them all in. Those poor people are all hurting. And uh, if they came from Somalia or from Haiti, there's plenty of places they could have ended up. And a lot of them were actually living in South America and just now started to cross over. The question should be, what's causing this surge? Why is it happening and how do we stop it? Um, because this was going to have a greater impact, uh, not only for crime, but, you know, maybe possibly diseases coming across from other countries. Sure, there's no question. And I think it clearly points out the only way we're going to get a handle on this is what the Trump administration has started to begin with. We have to complete the wall. There yeah. are not enough personnel. I have I lived in Mexico, grew up in there in my, my, for my younger years in life. I know what the terrain is like. I know what the drug cartel and all are like. There's no way to stop with open borders. We have to have a consistent fence or gate border wall in order for to have a fighting chance to protect the integrity of this country. Yes. And every country in the world has always had a border. It makes sense. You have a border. And what do we have in the old days? My great grandma came here from Germany. They had Ellis Island. You were checked out. You were vetted. Okay. You don't have any major diseases. You're good to go. Come on in. But you were vetted. There was a vetting system always. It had nothing to do with, oh, well, you're not a good sort of people we want here. It was like everyone gets vetted. Uh, for whatever reason, it doesn't work out, you get sent back, but people were vetted. So uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And interestingly, during the summer when they had that Chaz thing going on in Seattle, one of the first thing the uh, Chaz peeps did is they set up a border and uh, internal police. I was like, interesting, the first thing you do. <laughs> That's exactly, every society has always done this. Why should we be any different? You know, mm -hmm. it's not that we are a mean country, a mm -hmm. bad country. This is the greatest country in the world. But every country, in order to maintain its integrity, to protect itself so that it can offer 
other people to come. Has to have boundaries and has to have things in place to protect the safety of its citizens. And that is what comes first. The citizens of a country should always come first. Yeah, absolutely. And if we get our stuff in order here, we're able to vet, we're able to help everyone then. And then we welcome people who want to come here and make a better life and be Americans with us. Uh, yeah, go. You're, you're exactly right. I mean, and what's the frustrating part about it is, as you mentioned earlier in the show, the crime statistic is up 30 percent by according to the FBI statistics. That's in small town America as well as large town. But that also does. not if you look at those figures, you will see that in the black communities, it is up by 61 percent. And so the effort by Black Lives Matters mm -hmm. and Antifa to say that they care about the lives of minorities and blacks, what they're doing is causing the exact opposite. It's causing them to lose their lives mm -hmm. three times greater than has ever happened before. Yeah. And so we have to do what is necessary to make sure that we protect all citizens. And that means respecting law and order and putting a priority back on making sure our first responders are taken care of. Absolutely. And for everyone listening in who's excited and wants to help Invest USA support cops and getting the vests they need, how do they do that? They can go to our website. It's InvestUSA. That's I-N-V-E-S-T-U-S-A dot org. It's a charity dot O-R-G. And there'd be a litera of things that they can find out that they can do. I tell people one of the biggest things that they can do, morale has never been lower in this country for our first responders than it is today. And with the first and foremost thing that they can do is find out who the first responders are in your community. Find out who the patrol officers, the police, the fire department. Take a minute when you see one of them to shake their hand or to wave or to smile or to say, you know, thank you for your service. We wanna protect you the same way you protect us. Strong morale in our law enforcement and fire departments will make a stronger community. I tell them the second thing they need to do is do that with their neighbors. People don't know who their neighbors are anymore. Strong communities build a stronger nation and a stronger law enforcement. So make sure you do the same thing with your neighbors. And then thirdly, they're certainly welcome to go to our site and donate and make sure that the officers have the equipment that they need, because unfortunately, government is not doing that right now. Yeah. One other thing I want to mention to you that they'll find on the website is there are a number of programs that they can be involved with. One of the key things that we're doing is we are starting public charter schools all across the country, specifically for young people to become engaged in becoming a firefighter, law enforcement officer, or EMS worker, community service. Mm -hmm. And we think that that's vital because the statistics show mm -hmm. that within three years, you will dial 911 and there won't be anybody to answer. There will yeah. be nobody to respond to those calls if we don't change that now. Yeah. And what I'm getting also, Michael, is they could get in contact with their local community, their their police department and say, can we set up a neighborhood watch? You know, because the neighbors and the community together with the police department can be a unified force to stop crime. There's no question. See, it's all in the message that we're sending. We have sent or we have sat back and allowed the message to be sent over the last 15 years that law enforcement are bad. We don't mm -hmm. care about it. We don't fund them. We don't take care of them. And so there are no consequences for your actions. That's why you see these active shooters at schools. That's why you see these riots taking place all across the country, because mm -hmm. we have sent the clear message that law enforcement, law and order doesn't matter. 
but I believe with the vast majority of Americans, it does matter. But we have been complacent. We have sat back and we can't do that on the sidelines anymore. Mm-hmm. We have to. This is the first major step towards taking our country back. We have to unify behind our first responders, send a strong message to the community, to our country, to our nation, mm-hmm. to the Biden administration. that We will not support lawlessness any longer. We will back our first responders and we're taking our liberties seriously and we're going to keep them. Boom. <laughs> well, I have to thank you again, uh, Michael, uh, for all the great work you and everyone at Invest USA is doing. Everyone, please go to investusa.org and please help today. And thank you so much, Michael A. Let's for coming to Savvy's Forbidden Speech, The Raw Truth. Well, thank you so much, Christine. God bless America. God bless you. Keep up the good work of letting people know that America is not hopeless. We can win this battle if we unite together. That's right. Together with God. Thank you. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more Forbidden Speech or Savvy episodes, visit SavvyBroadcasting.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at LifeUnscriptedRadio.com. 